Hello everyone and welcome. You're listening to the Baby Sleep Sessions. I'm your host, Donna Mawala from Bob to Sleep. I'm a certified paediatric sleep specialist, working with expectant parents, newborns, infants, toddlers and children up to seven years of age all around the world. morning. Welcome, Brooke, and thanks for joining here on my baby sleep sessions. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm so excited to chat about everything that you're passionate about with nutrition and exercise um, around women um, being in pregnancy and post. So um, I fit myself my whole life. I've had to, well, particularly my adult life and after having children, I've had to be really careful with what I eat and the food that I have allergies and stuff through have made me extremely sick. So why I'm so passionate about this is getting it out to everybody that not everyone's going to have issues with food and lucky them, but what happens if you have, you eat healthy, obviously it's fuel for our body, um, but whatever happens, what I think is what I want to ask you questions about is how we eat during pregnancy and um, beyond and, and maybe breastfeeding, but also that w- with our children, you know, that can, comes from us if we have allergies or non-allergies and eating healthy food. So, yeah, please explain to everyone what you do. I live in the northwest of Western Australia in a um, little city called Caratha, but um, I am a mum of three um, and I'm a lifelong chronic exercise as a fitness enthusiast. I'm qualification-wise, I'm a Bachelor of Exercise and Sports Science Nutritionist um, and PT, specialising in pre- and postnatal exercise and nutrition. So that's really become my passion in the last six years. Mm. Um, so I have a range of blind programs. My whole ethos is around um, striving for balance. So extremes are easy, strive for balance. So I'm going to throw the bombshell out there that, yes, I believe that balance is achievable, but we spend more time out of balance than we actually do in it. It's in that constant state of flux and we need to constantly transfer our energy to areas of our life that are either dominating or lacking. Um, So in all of the programs that I create, be online or face-to-face, I really want to help others strive for a balanced approach to healthy, active living to become lifelong habits um, rather than these short-term quick fixes. So. So I've got four key pillars around movement, mindset, nutrition and sleep um, and how you can't have one of those on point and then the rest fall into place. So if you go, yeah, cool, I'm going to train six times a week, um, but you're skipping meals or you're eating shit or you're not sleeping well or you've got some really, um, you know, dealing with around stress and anxiety and depression, it's not going to form this nice little state of equilibrium and balance. So it's about looking at, okay, well, my exercise is really good, but at the moment my sleep is really crap or you know maybe go I always get clients to self right on a scale of one to ten of of these four key elements and whatever's lacking that's where you want to bring your awareness to and set some short-term goals around okay what can I do in the next 48 hours to start to improve this element and then drag the others back up the scale so creating self-awareness helping others build healthy habits um, and then really around empowering women throughout their pre and postnatal journeys to keep active um, and fuel their bodies well um, in a way that's safe and suitable to their journey so that's yeah in a nutshell what I'm talking about and then yeah I've got my online programs that's yeah because once I have babies my face-to-face ones are a little bit more challenging to get I get that. And, you know, this is perfect because um, that's the thing that I'm always talking about with sleep on the other part is sleep, nutrition, and that's good. I usually say three, like sleep, nutrition, exercise are your four pillars of health. But was the fourth mental health? Yeah, so mindset. So mindset for me is around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in a dialogue that if you fix growth, yeah, so what you need to do to 
build your, you know, take time for you. So under each key thing that, yeah. yeah. And so as you I'm would know. Four, instead of three, I'm going to have four down because that's yes. a big on mental mindset as well. So it's it's beautiful to be able to connect and show you to everyone that's um, listening and following. Um, so, yeah, getting back to um, obviously you've been passionate your whole life with exercise and nutrition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about the, how important it is with the balanced diet growing a baby. Yeah, that challenge. Do you have to cut out all the things everyone talks about? Um, caffeine, obviously, alcohol is a no-no. You know, interesting. Alcohol is an absolute no-no. Um, but back in the day when I had these, yeah. my obstetrician, some drinks. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe not. But uh, but you know. Um, it's only 16 years ago. I think it's a long time ago. Well, it is a long time ago. It's 16 years ago. But um, my obstetrician said, oh, a glass of wine with meal, a meal's fine. But yeah. really now I'm so passionate. <laughs> yeah, have a drink. I know, spit it out. And not that I did it a lot. I didn't. I, I was very good at what I ate. But I think yeah. about now um, with all the things that have happened with my kids being bigger and all mm-hmm. my allergies, I do think, well, if I had the understanding, like I think also stress, I was highly stressed at times. I think that probably affected the babies. Um, Absolutely. You know, the different type of nutrition. I actually have high allergies that was never diagnosed and I was still eating them. Like, yeah, talk talk to me all about, you know, I don't want people to be freaked out that they've got to be, you know, perfection, perfection uh, around food but yeah yeah talk to me more about it makes such yeah it's and hopefully we get to cover all of this because this is a topic I can talk in Great. so much detail about yeah. yeah um but yeah essentially so we, we've inherited the health of our, of our grandmothers essentially like you know you've got your three girls and whatnot so the health of them when they fell pregnant impacted the health of not only our mothers but you know our health and whatnot um before we were even conceived and we're just a little egg inside yeah, their belly. So, yeah, yeah, so it's it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the biggest thing is is whether you're um, currently pregnant or hoping to fall pregnant or whatever, it's never too late to start eating well. So whether you're in your third trimester and you're listening to this podcast and you're going, holy shit, I, there's no point now, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, 28 weeks, there's no point changing it now it's never too late to start eating whether you're pregnant or not um but yeah so many of us fall pregnant and we think okay cool now I can eat for two and during the first trimester there's actually no dramatic change um in our energy requirements there are changes to the type of food we consume so we've got our macronutrients which are proteins fats and carbs um and they make up the energy the food that we eat and then we have our micronutrients so things like our folate, our B vitamins, our iron, our calcium, and, and there are increases to the micronutrient requirements um, during pregnancy. So it's more about what we're eating rather than how much we eat. Sure. So in the first trimester, um, not really any dramatic change. We don't need to be going for that extra bit of brownie. Um, you can if you want to, of course, yes. everything in moderation, but we don't need to increase our food intake a lot. And this is actually, depending on your pregnancy journey, you might have really terrible morning sickness. So yeah. you're actually decreasing the amount of food that you're consuming in those first 12 weeks or however long that lasts for. Um, and depending on your current starting weight, your OB might have different recommendations around, we, we can touch on weight gain. Yeah. Um, and that's different. Do you, me, do you want me to talk about that quickly? Yeah, a little bit. Or? Yeah, a little bit. Again, I don't want people ever to be focused on it because, you know, no. I remember what it was like, particularly when, you have, when you're pregnant for the first time and you're someone like myself, I was always dieting, always had to be a certain weight. I, I had... I had issues with it. So, um, yes. you know, I was really pedantic about 
yeah, putting that gate yeah. on. But also, you know, you want to, you don't want to stress about it. This is the thing being no. in hindsight. I'm like, yeah. don't worry about that. Like just, yeah. you know, eat well. But enjoy growing a baby. So yes, please explain. Hundred percent. And so, and social media can be such a trap as well. That comparison yep. the trap that you fall into. Like, oh, this person's sixteen weeks, and I'm sixteen weeks. Yeah. But look at her and look at me. Oh, yeah. um, and it's really terrible. So obviously, if you have a lower, um, if you're underweight when you fall pregnant, there might be better recommendations around you actually consuming more calories, mm-hmm. um, depending on how Bubs is growing. And then um, overweight. Again, it might be in, in, increase your exercise or just be more mindful of the food that you're putting in. And I, I do touch on, um, you know, like I said, it's not something some people might not weigh themselves or you might not want to know your weight if you go to your appointments and it's it's actually a consent thing. You don't have to get them to. Oh, really? Them. Back in the day, again, yeah. God, I sound like an old grandma, we had to. Yeah. It used to give me anxiety. Yeah, and, and if and if, if they do weigh you, then say I don't I don't want to know or yeah. to hop in the scales backwards or whatever it is. Everyone has. I'm so so happy that uh, there's so much pro choice for mothers now. That's we just yeah. didn't get to have a voice much back then. Like Absolutely. we could have, but yeah. didn't. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Yeah, essentially you're growing a baby. So you're yeah. going to put on weight yeah. um, and if you're a really fit, active individual, that can be really hard to deal with. So personally for myself, I've always been physically active, um, competitive sports. Um, if I do something, I want to do it really well mm-hmm. and that's something I've had to um, adjust my mindset to, especially post babies and, and of course, during my pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but that's when my e-books were born. So um, you're growing, baby. You're going to gain weight. Your body's going to change. Um, you don't need to increase your calories dramatically during that first trimester. And then during that second trimester, about another 300 calories per day um, is what it might go up to. Yep. This, is, of course, depends on your age, height, your weight, your activity levels, yep. um, underlying health factors. So that can easily be achieved through, um, you know, another serving of, of yogurt and nuts or um, an extra sandwich or a wrap and things like that. So you not you a definitely cream. That was mine. Yeah, and that's about. You don't have to eat for two. So metabolism does increase, but you don't need to be eating for two. I suppose is the takeaway for that. And then as far as um, alcohol is concerned, yes, that's the no-no. We, they don't know the effect that alcohol consumption has on babies, so just avoid that. But if you're a coffee lover, you don't need to be throwing your caffeine fix away. Um, some some women actually just um, have aversions to caffeine. They fall pregnant. They might have had three coffees a day prior to pregnancy and then they fall pregnant and they just can't stomach it or stand the thought of, of coffee. But um, anything less than 200 milligram, micrograms is the, is the recommendation. Um, Which is what? Would that be a, wait, a coffee yeah. two or a strong yeah, one? 80. So there's 80 milligrams of coffee in like a standard yeah. um, Nescafe or your Macona at home and probably about 100 milligrams in your um, in your barista coffee. So, yep. um, yeah, if, you, if you're a long black lover, if you have three coffees a day, I'd say back it off to two um, and just be mindful of, of the strength. And the other co- caffeine sources as well being chocolate, tea, yep. Um, energy drinks, soft drinks, if that's something. If you go, oh, I don't have coffee, it's not an issue for me, but maybe you're having a bit more coffee, um, a bit more chocolate during yeah. your pregnancy and things like that. So just being mindful of that accumulative um, things throughout the day. So anything more than sort of 250 to 300 milligrams per day has been shown um, to lead to like lower for gestational age birth weight um, and things like that. Yep. Excellent. Um, so do you touch much on or have you looked into much about gut health? Yes, yeah, so that's not like my specialty area, but that's it. Yeah, there's that connection there between. What do you feel about what, with your little bit of knowledge, do you think it's important to be looking after? Absolutely. Yes, yep. So, as far as um, 
the things you can do to promote good gut health by taking a really good probiotic, yeah. but then eating both pre and probiotic foods as well. So, what else? Um, pro? So, so like so garlic, coconut yogurt. Um, you can still have kombucha during pregnancy, but I would recommend the store bought varieties because yeah. that that's more controlled in terms of the. Um, you know, alcohol content and the and the, the, the microbiomes that are in there. Um, so you can you can have a if you can put your lover, you can have that once a day as well, right. um, and 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 that type of things. And then lots of leafy green vegetables as well. So I would love to say that when you're pregnant, you just you know you you eat intuitively to your body, but that's not the case because if you are sick, you're going to be reaching for rice cakes um, and really dry bland food right. or hot chips. So. Your body's really smart. Even if you think listening to this and going, oh, I haven't been eating the rainbow um, or, you know, I, I, protein's really important during pregnancy because that supports the growing, um, your boobs getting bigger, your uterus is getting bigger. So that's, protein's really important for that. So your recommended daily intake of protein actually increases for pregnancy and you want to be having at least one gram of protein per kilo of body weight a day so if you're six kilos you want to be having about 60 grams of protein okay um there's probably about 20 grams of protein in two eggs um 25 grams of protein in a chicken breast and generally speaking you can get like for me meat is my main source of protein yes it comes from nuts and legumes and things like that but you have to Uh, eat so much based what would be your biggest go-to for that yeah yeah. So, and then as well, a lot of women have those aversions to meat during pregnancy. I know that I did. I'm not sure if you were the same. Um, so then protein can actually be really hard to get in. And this is where having a protein shake um, is, you know, is fine to have during pregnancy as long as um, the the supplement that you're consuming doesn't have caffeine and, you know, free yeah. from additives and whatnot. So there's a lot of... Um, and on the back of all the protein supplements, it's always going to say consult with your doctor before, you know, if you're pregnant yep. before taking it. Um, but there's a handful of brands that, that I would recommend, you know, are fine to have once a day in a, in a smoothie or whatever. And it's such a great way if you're having a smoothie to get your protein hit as well as, you know, have some spinach and blueberries and banana and whatever else yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, I have a, because I've got allergies to lots of food, but I have a protein I can't remember what it's called, but it's from the health food store. But it's 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 like rice based. It's got no, yeah. and it's actually really yummy. And that because I've over the time have cut my my meat a bit as well. So I'm always interested about yes. protein because it's really important. So absolutely. Um, and you know that's the thing. Like I keep wanting to keep saying is I don't want people to feel bad if it's not you know if it's not their dietary. It's not what they're eating. It's just a little bit of knowledge. That yeah. they want to understand um, nutrition in pregnancy and beyond, then um, it's really important. Uh, well, they can come and find yeah. you. So, in yeah. regard to your ebooks, um, so is that is there some just nutrition, or are they both nutrition and um, exercise? Yeah, so there's um, exercise nutrition for pregnancy, and that is essentially everything pregnancy that you need to know around nutrition and then exercising during your pregnancy. And then I have the returning to exercise um, and nutrition for postnatal recovery oh, and lactation. So that's the postnatal ebook, or you can get the complete guide, which is both in one, because some, some things are relevant to both pre and postnatal. Um, and yeah, so that's why when, when I fell pregnant with my, he turned five. On Monday, on the 20th of June, so I now have a five-year-old who's my eldest son. Um, and when I fell pregnant with him, despite knowing all the things that I should and shouldn't be doing, it's like every 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 doctor needs a doctor, right? Every personal trainer needs a trainer. Every every coach needs a coach. Um, someone to keep you accountable. And if they don't need one, then they must be like the best in the best in what they're doing. I, like but I couldn't... Um, 
I couldn't find anything, especially when it came to exercise around how can I keep moving in a way that I really enjoy during this time um, that's still going to be safe for the baby because I really wanted this baby. And when you're pregnant, the last thing you want to do is something that's going to, you know, jeopardise that pregnancy. Yeah. And my e-books were born because I couldn't find this one-stop shop. It was, okay, well, what can I eat? And then how can I keep moving in a way that I enjoy that's going to be safe for me and the baby? And so that's where that little brainchild is born. Yeah. That's great. And so um, your, the, your business name is? Balance Fitness. Balance Fitness and Nutrition. So obviously I'll, I'll, that'll be put it everywhere um, to link to your website. So obviously Instagram and website, you can get those courses there. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So if people purchase it, will they have can they have yes. contact with you if they've got questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get access to my online Facebook Strive community. Um, as well as yeah, I'm always available through Instagram and that type of thing. It's sort of yeah, there's I love and even just the other day I had a phone call from um one of my brother's friends who had fallen pregnant and because it's just such an unease, like it's such an exciting time. Oh, it's also so daunting because yeah. Like, oh, all these things to know about and you're just focusing on the baby and it's like, okay, well, how, you know, what, what about you? And particularly, you know, for the postnatal and stuff. So, yeah, I'm more than happy. There's an the online Strive community right. and then yeah. just I'm accessible all the time. That's amazing. And that's the thing is, like I said, all the information or people that I'm um, connecting with, I, I want to reduce the anxiety for parents. Yeah. You know, because um, we are all doing our best. You know, every, we yeah. never would do anything to harm our pregnancy or um, our babies, and it's just knowledge. I think knowledge is power, isn't it? And if you've got those reasons, yeah. like, okay, I might try this, this, and this, then it's a great thing. Yeah. So Absolutely. the other, the other um, big question, well, question I'll talk to you about, but it's what everyone talks about is, you know, weight loss after birth. So we talk about yeah. uh, particularly with your first baby, you know, your body's a chain, you've got to get used to that, and, um, and it's amazing because it's growing a baby but obviously wanting to get your body back, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. You shouldn't, like, just enjoy it, but we all just get, most of us get pretty funny about that. So, yeah, yeah. talk to me about that. Like, you know, really we should have time of rest, shouldn't we, after we've given birth? Like, um, you yeah. know, so tell me all about that, what you think about. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So it's such, okay. such a journey, you like, what your preconception journey was like, your pregnancy. Yeah um going through birth and everything and however that pans out for you and then obviously you've got the baby and like now you're, you know now you've got your body and how, yeah. how can you repair and recover that and what can and can't you do so it is such um first of all I think you need to have a really good mental you know be have that self-awareness for your mental health because that's going to be a huge one in terms of dealing with your body changes and your body image and especially if you have poor body image prior to it but so yeah you've had the baby um so now, you know, depending on your activity levels and things, so whether there's this there's this pressure, be it real or perceived, like we've got to have this pre-baby body yeah. back, and I, I really hate that term because once you've had a baby, your body's never going to be the same again, whether it looks the same or whatever. You've yeah. you've carried a pregnancy, you've birthed a baby, whether that be vaginally or through C-section, um, you're you're never going to be the same again, no. physically, mentally, spiritually. You're completely changed. You're a mother. Um, so there's no pre-baby body, but that's not to say that you can't be fit or strong or yeah. achieve your goals or play your favourite sport. Again, that's definitely not definitely the case. Not. So yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get your body, you're not going to have that pre-baby body, but you are going to be able to, you know, regain whatever it is you're hoping yeah. to. So, um, yeah, the, the, you know, we've all heard of the fourth trimester um, and, yes, we definitely need to be having this time of rest post-baby. So as far as exercise goes, once you've had your baby, you can actually start pelvic floor exercises um, and, some, and some gentle walking depending on your delivery 
fairly soon after um, exercise. Would you, would you suggest that um, people talk to um, a women's health physio? For Absolutely. Yeah. So there's this missing link between you've got your midwives and your, depending if you're in the public or the private system. For me, I've always gone public because of where we are. Yep. Um, so we don't really see... We don't have it one person. We don't have this con, um, yeah. continuity throughout our pregnancy and postnatal journey. But there's all there's all this emphasis on you know your six week check with your GP and then the baby six week check and all these child health nurse appointments and whatever. But as a mum, you need to have a six week check with a women's health physio. There's no okay. doubt about it. Before you return, yeah. Right. You know, I've got I've got an amazing women's health um, physio um, that I'm connected to. She's a friend of mine too. But they don't. It's not what we're told no. to. Do. And no, so and now, so, as I've got older, you know, it's still not that great. We talk about it all the time and um, yeah. trying to make it aware that you actually really need to look after that. Yeah. So I think so yeah. this is, I'm so, so I've always trained as like, you know, sprinting, running, high impact, CrossFit, whatever it may be. And so for me, I need to have really good pelvic floor. I can't be going and lifting heavy and running and jumping no. if I have prolapse or incontinence and that type of thing. So, so passionate about people firstly being aware of this because not yeah. enough women are and the damage can be done during pregnancy. You can do all the right things during pregnancy, but your labour and delivery can play a huge part in, in that recovery. But then as well, you, you have a, you know, a small baby, no tearing, no, no, you know, none of that stuff. And then, but you go back to exercise too early post baby and you're really going to be paying the price for that. So I've got my happy, healthy pregnancy eBooks, but then I'm also really passionate about upskilling personal trainers and fitness professionals working with women during their pregnancy or postnatal journey to help them understand how they can safely modify exercises um, to suit and, and then link them with women's health physio. So absolutely, if you've had a baby, whether they're six weeks, six years old, 16 years old, if you haven't seen women's health physio, go and see one. Um, they, yeah, it's without a doubt that your first step. So you can, once you've had the baby, you can start your pelvic floor exercises um, and your return to exercise is going to be different for every female and then if you're breastfeeding as well um, your sleep is going to be impacted so all of these things you might have the time to exercise but you might not have the energy or when you've got the energy bubs is awake and needs a feed and you don't have the time so it's this constant oh, juggle absolutely. yeah absolutely yeah. and um, i know it's a bit of a tricky sticky question but that the biggest thing for me is again on reflection enjoy yeah. that time you know because you're never going to get it back you've just grown a human You've yeah. grown a human and you've, you've yeah. had, had the baby and your body has to recover. So Absolutely. the thing is you've got, you like you were saying before, you, we're not, your body's not going to be the same, but you can be what you want. Like if you yeah. want to go back to an elite um, sports person, you're going to be able to do yeah. that. It just yeah. takes a bit of time, doesn't it? And yeah. to do the exercise properly, obviously, like obviously you Absolutely. have um, really ex expert knowledge around it. It's not just going yeah. back in and doing that stuff because it can cause damage. No. And it can be really hard because it can be really boring. Like if you've always done you know, however you've trained, if you then you have to dial down the intensity or start doing these other exercises that are going to rebuild you from the inside out, it's boring. I get that. Like, so that's then when going to a group fitness class is good as long as you know how to modify um, your exercise or your instructor yeah. does because then you're still training in, in that group environment, that motivation, that nice connected atmosphere as opposed to trying to do it in your lounge room floor Yeah, because it's boring and you're not going to do it. Mm. Um and also, yeah, you can't compare your recovery to anybody else's between 28 and one baby versus now 33 and three babies. Like, I know. I just, you just have to You don't want to care. You just don't no, want to care. Yeah. And what I say yeah. to everybody, as much, if ever they connect with me, is like whatever's happening in your life, go to an expert. 
So, you know, don't listen around sleep. Go to an, a really good expert. Yeah. Don't go to people that other mothers or people that think no. Lactation consultant, go, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Exercise, go to an exercise nutritionist expert. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And so people might be like, oh, it's netball season starting and I've you know got this three-month-old, so I'm going to go back and do netball because it's the start of the season. Like yeah. that would, you know, my recommendation would be no. So I've got all of those return to exercise guidelines in my e-books, but yeah. women's health physios are then going to help you help guide you in terms of, so yeah. I just went and saw one last week, yeah. um, you know, because my goals are I want to return to running, I want to return to CrossFit, all these kind of, and then just having some more, um, you know, some achievable timeframes and goals yeah. so that you're not racing back into that thing. Um, yeah. Because how old is your little bub? So my, my third and final babe is 10 weeks old. So, so you're in the depths of wanting to get back to exercise but doing it. Yeah, slowly. yeah. So now, like, our sleep's getting a bit better, like I'm yeah. – you know, at that point now where I want to be doing a bit more and I can start adding a few more fun exercises in, you know, like I've done the boring basics, now I can add some fun stuff. Um, but also, like I have a mild prolapse um, and so I'm super mindful of, you know, like for me, if I want to return to the types of exercises that I really enjoy, then I need to be really mindful of how I'm recovering and work with the right professionals um, to do so limit, you know, baby wearing, my baby loves being worn and that's a great way to get them to sleep if I'm having to do things with the other two kids because they're still, you know, five and under. Um, so it's, and my hubby just had an injury as well, which prevented him from doing lots of the baby stuff. So um, in those early days, horizontal rest, um, yeah, not rushing it, just enjoying that time with the baby, establishing meal supply, um, yeah. sleep and your nutrition are the, the biggest priorities in those early days. And I'm 10 weeks postnatal and that is still my biggest priority. I need to move for my mental well-being, but I don't need to go and smash myself. No. Good on you. Third time round, not going fourth. No, no, three and done. Yeah. So what? What if you've got a little boy? What? What are the? What have you? Heard I've got. So I've got um, Byron, Bronte, and Brody. So they're five, two and a half, and Aww. ten weeks old. Enjoy. Yeah. It goes yes. quickly, so it's beautiful. Oh, it does. Oh, thank you so much for coming on today and, and I'm thrilled with all the information that you've been able to provide and um, like we were saying, we'll, we'll link everything to Balance Fitness and Nutrition, your website and your Instagram um, if people need to contact, but it sounds like there's a perfect amount of course for courses for pre-pregnancy, post and everything around women yeah. and babies. Excellent. And so if you are listening and you're pregnant, it's never too late to start eating well, so don't be concerned about that. Um, and then for pregnancy and postnatal, as far as exercise is concerned, you want to be walking away from a workout thinking, oh, I could have done more, I've got a bit more left in the tank, as opposed to, oh, shit, I might have overdone it. So they're my two really key pieces of advice when it comes to exercise and nutrition for the pre and post. Yay! Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave me a rating and review on our podcast. I love reading all of your messages, so shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I am at bub2sleep, B-U-B, number two, sleep. I also offer a free 15-minute phone chat. If you'd like to book one, head over to my website, www.bub2sleep.com.au, and request one there. So try to remember to be kind to yourself and always know you're doing the best you can every day, no matter what your day's looking like. Until next time, much love.